Hey boozers, welcome to Booze E Banter, a podcast where we take a topic and pair it with a drink. My name is Justin, and this week we're discussing a couple of major things. First up, it's been a minute, so we really need to take some time um, to seriously use this platform and talk about the Black Lives Matter movement, and of course, Pride. So let's pregame. All right, this week I brought back a guest and have a new one with us as well. Welcome back, the beautiful, talented, strong, independent woman, Janicia. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and for the first time, the inspirational singer and dancer, Jeremiah. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're a little nervous, but it's fine. All right, so for this episode, Jeremiah has taken the liberty to choose our drink. And I'm so excited for what Jeremiah has for us. So with that, let's fix this drink. Jeremiah, how um, did you make this? What goes into it? Give us a little background. (coughs) Well, first I picked Jack Daniels because I saw it online. And um, with the BLM movement going on, they were posting a lot of stuff and um, informing us of how history has been misconstrued and taught to us wrongly. So um, so Jack Daniels originated in the 1820s, and um, the owner, the founder of it, finally admitted that his craft, um, he stole from his enslaved um, slave. black man, his <laughs> slave, like whatever. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, so basically I'm trying to say is we all have this idea that Jack Daniels was a white male that created this liquor and it was um, top selling in America in America it was one of the top whiskeys but we were all lied to it's from I don't recall his name they don't post his name or have his name online but it was from a slave that sucks that does suck yeah so that's so annoying yeah I just wanted to put that in there but I mean that's like the history of black people yeah everything even like with last names right like yeah you really don't even know your true last name. They yeah. strip your names away, they give you a whole new identity, and then sell you. Well, we're just going to respect the true creator behind Jack Daniels and not the person who stole it. So yes. if you're listening and you know who made it, please share. That'd be cool. That so, would be cool. yeah, um, so Jack Daniels is in here. What else did you put? Yeah, so I started off with Jack Daniels. I added white cranberry juice, mm-hmm. regular cranberry juice, and then I added a lemon lime sour, and then I topped it off with a little bit of Canada Dry to give it that fizz because I like carbonation in my drink. And I shook it up and poured it out, and we got to drink it. <laughs> for real, like, shook tell me how y'all. It out. <laughs> how much of the um, Jack did you put? Like, I, for was the, it like a shots worth? Between three of us, I added four shots into it. Okay. I added like a cup of white cranberry, two cups of white. I mean, the regular cranberry, and then like a shot of um, the Canada Dry, mm. or the ginger ale, as people say. Okay. Well, let's try this. I'm excited. Yes. Cheers. 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 <laughs> oh it's good it's really good yeah and i guys i hate jack like <laughs> i'm not a like dark liquor drinker at all so this is really good it's like very well disguised you can still tell that it's, it's jack like it's there you're not gonna like disguise jack completely but 
It tastes really good. It's subtle. Yeah. Good job. I tend to hire me. The right things hire me. All right. So let's move into sipping. Um, there's a couple things that I wanted to talk to you guys about specifically because you all were actually able to go and protest here in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to kind of have you guys share your experience, how you felt in that um kind of paint a picture for our listeners so that way they can get idea of you know those people who didn't make it what your experience was um well this is the first time i ever protested or felt really strongly about a situation or could relate to it so at first i was really nervous like i was asking everyone like should i go like yeah. is this yeah. a smart idea is my safety worth it just in case because we all know police brutality and just yeah idiots um, but I really prayed on it and I thought to myself, I'm like, if I want this world to change, like I need to be a part of it. Like one person really does make a change. So I went against what a few people told me not to do and I went <laughs> and then I joined, Janisa joined me and we went to go protest. And at first I was really nervous. Like all you see is like these people, like no one's really smiling, like aggressive, like shouting. Mm-hmm. You see the signs and we stood there cause we we're waiting for a friend and it was just like, I was nervous at first, but then eventually something came over me, and I just felt empowered. And I was like, we need to do this. We need to say this. I want to yell. I want to scream. Like, And just to have hundreds of people believe in the same thing you do and want the same outcome, it was magical. Like, I can't put in words what I felt. Like, that's something you would have... I feel like you have to experience mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. That's that empowerment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. And that, like, combined, like, intent and energy, like that you all have but you're right like it's so easy for one person to screw it up and it's yeah definitely terrifying with what we see on like news with looting and all the businesses that were ruined but what was your experience like Janicia? Um, It was really awesome because I've done a few protests before just like at Texas State Um, you know our like age range and like students at universities are always Mm. we're ready to be (laughs) we're ready to do stuff like that so um but this was obviously like a very like charged situation like as far as like energy is concerned um and it was a different type of climate than like a normal protest would be right um so I was nervous about that as well like I'm glad that I went with somebody and I would definitely say go with someone else but even if you didn't go with someone else I think you would have been fine um because it was very peaceful um Everyone was, like, mm-hmm. I think it was a great outlet for those of us who are just tired and really upset and mad. And it's a great, it was a great way. A protest is always a great way to um, put intention behind what you're feeling and to, mm-hmm. like, actually Definitely. work towards a change. So, um, yeah, it was just very peaceful. And when we first got there, like, they had already started um, marching and we were just like oh shoot like there was so many people and there was people um, of all colors and all sizes and all shapes and that's what I love the most like it wasn't just black people fighting for justice for for George Floyd and it wasn't just about George Floyd it was about Breonna Taylor and Trayvon Martin and all the other people Tamir Rice the people who um, have also been killed by the hands of um, police right. brutality um, so it was very peaceful. Of course, like, when the sun sets, I always say, like, leave. It's time to go. <laughs> it is time to get up out of there because that's whenever some of the more angrier people <laughs> come out. Right. And that's how the looting happened and all of that. Yeah. So, Peace yeah. Out. 
Um, That's good. Yeah, it was really great experience though, and there's still um, there's um, some people called Young. There's the People's Rep. I met a guy um, from the People's Rep. And you can follow them on Instagram. They're based here in San Antonio. And then you can also follow um, Young Ambitious Activists on Instagram. And they always are doing protests here lately since since that has started, um, since the protests with George Floyd have started. They've been doing protests and those ones are really, really like thought out and planned well. Instead of just like trying to find them, you can find them on those pages. So yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I had heard about, like, the looting here in San Antonio, and I think it was, like, at River Center Mall, right, Mm -hmm. that it Mm -hmm. happened, but it was, like, later on, so it's, like, for the most part, San Antonio kept it together, it was very peaceful from what I heard, Yeah, I'm glad that y'all didn't have to really worry about that, because with tear gas and everything yeah that's going oh no. Right. no i i would have been terrified but i follow um one of my friends is a reporter here and um she just documented her time while she was at the one of the protests and um she was standing obviously in between the protesters and in between like the police officers but um when everything like broke out they still ended up shooting at her and she showed like the like her the progress of her leg from the rubber bullets and how like like it was just like sad to look at because it was so huge like on her leg and she was like just a reporter like she and was, that was there here in San Antonio. yeah here in San Antonio and she was just like there being like neutral like a neutral part of the process so they're. They I've were going crazy, yeah. Where like the reporters are being attacked, journalists. Wasn't there even like a senator that got like attacked? Mm-hmm. At, yeah, at I think the they protests. even like arrested him. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I they was did. like, how is that even possible? And he, was, he was a like. He was a black man. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember where though. I don't remember where it was either. But I saw that like on Twitter. I was like, wow. Yeah, no, and that speaks volumes. But that's cool that you know a reporter. But that's like rubber ball. Yeah, I was like. She's literally just there covering, like, doing her job, and y'all are going to shoot at her. No, but, I mean, I guess that's a good point to keep in mind. Like, if you're going to go to a protest, like, be mindful of who you're around. Right. And be prepared no matter what. the outcome. (laughs) Yeah, and don't be out there late because you already know, like, people will go wherever crowds are just to be stupid. Exactly. And make a scene and get attention. Exactly. Don't be one of those people, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be that person. Don't run into that person. Right. Let's make this world a better place. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Deep. (laughs) <laughs> so I know there's a few artists that you guys wanted to kind of shed a light on. Um, and we can definitely put it in the show notes as far as like who they are, like what their pages are. Are there any that come to mind that you would want to plug? Hmm. Yeah, I have a few in mind. Um, the first one would be my friend Maya Richardson. I met her on tour and since the first time I met her, She's been an advocate for everything. Like, she's just so wholesome, and she's strongly passionate about what she does. Um, but she's mainly an advocate an advocate and activist for mental health, which is awesome because we all need that. Like, we really... A lot of people need help with self-growth and understanding, like, why they feel the way they feel and Absolutely. things like that. And... Um, so she brought up to the while on tour, she brought up to me, like, she was applying for this job. She's an amazing writer. So there's this place in New York um, that she was applying to, and it's called um, Mixed in America. So it's for P- 
people that are mixed race to give a different outlook and a different perspective to people because normally people just see black and white or for instance if you are mixed like I'm mixed people see me as a black male and not as a biracial person and so that I guess company like informs people and educates people and um yeah it's definitely important yeah and they work with um like bridging the gap mixing the movement and like finding power and perspective and it's just really great and honestly like i can go on and on about maya but if you just go to her page like from her bio to anything she's ever posted there's mass things of information and things you can look up to help and do and i like i look up to her and so if y'all are looking for like mental health and information about biracial, trans life, black, anything like links to help or anything, Maya is your go-to. And she's she doesn't live in San Antonio. No, she doesn't. Okay. She's actually from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I believe I might be wrong. Maya, if you're listening, I believe we said Wisconsin because I remember we like <laughs> we no because we talked about like oh I'm from there too like yeah I believe it's Wisconsin but I met her on tour. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll definitely plug, like, resources to her and, like, how you can get a hold of her. Um, Janissa, was there anybody that you had in mind? Um, my friend Latoya. Um, she's an artist. She's an artist. She's an actress. She just um, put out her um, video to her song. Uh, um, it's called Even With a Broken Heart. Um, and it's really awesome. So she's a great person to support. Um, she also sells, like, accessories and face masks and stuff like that (laughs) um if you're looking for anything like that nice okay well and i mean like we'll just get that link for me later and get it plugged um as far as like your own experiences like was there anything that y'all wanted to like shed a light on as far as like making people aware of like what it's like to walk in your shoes and being more mindful like people who don't know what it's like like making them more aware things that are said that you're like that's not right and people need to get their head on straight like you know how people like yeah use the n-word and you're just like you have no right yeah right there's there's a few things that you we look as black individuals in the community we just like look past them or we ignore them or we turn the cheek when really there is it's not right yeah colorism behind it like Saying, oh, you talk very educated. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Because I'm a black male, I can't be educated. Or um, you have really nice hair for a black girl or boy. I get that one a lot. And I also get, um, I've been called an um, Oreo. (laughs) Right. And also that I'm pretty for a black girl. I've gotten that so much. It's always like that after (laughs) comment that it's just Yeah. It's like, I can't even accept this because... Is it even a compliment? Like <laughs> when it's followed up by something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's fucked up. You have really curly hair for a black guy. I thought it would be nappy or I'd be thought it would be more poofy or like yeah. there's a lot of things. I mean, like, I've been stopped in the store, um, and they're like, What are you mixed with? Like and it's like, um, hi. <laughs> like, hello, how are you? <laughs> or is your hair real? Can I touch it? Yeah. That's my favorite. I've been asked where I get my wig from, too. Oh. I'm like, it's actually my hair. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Yeah, I think a lot of people need to hear things like that because 
a lot of people don't recognize how ignorant they look and yeah. how offensive it is. Like, yes, you may be trying to give somebody a compliment, but when you follow it up with for a black person or, you know, I would think that your hair would be nappy and it's actually really nice. Like, yeah. that's not a compliment. That That's just, it's rude. Like, it takes away from the whole genuineness of a compliment. It just seems just fucked up. Yeah. yeah. That's not right. And <laughs> In simple terms, yeah. To elaborate on yeah. that. The N-word is made for a derogatory meaning. Like, it's made to call black people something disrespectful. Like, it was not a good term. So, yes, it's in music. It's on TV shows and stuff. But that doesn't give anyone that is not colored black (laughs) the right to say it. Like, I get it. Like, if you live in an all-black neighborhood, it's still not acceptable to say the word. Like, you don't see us individuals like, oh, cracker this or... Mm -hmm. Speak this like beaner that, yeah. like Mexican, like we don't do that. And I'm biracial, I'm black and Mexican, and I still don't go around. I still don't say the N word, and I still don't say any of those other words because I feel like it's disrespectful on any level. Like, yeah, it's just not a good word. Like, you don't just go around saying bitch for everything because <laughs> it's a bad word. So, yeah, I definitely yeah. get that, and it does bother me when I see people like, oh, well, I have a lot of black friends, or yeah. like my partner is black, so it's okay for me to eat. No, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, I think you just have to respect um, black people. And I think that that word, like Jeremiah said, um, it has been used. It was used to refer to us in a derogatory way. Um, And so I think that black people, rappers and things like that, decided to switch that word into something. Yeah, we took the power back. And that's why we use it that way. Um, But it's not it's still not like a glorified word <laughs> to just go around using. Right. And I think people do get that confused. Like, Oh, well, I hear it in music all the time. So it's okay. Like, and I know <clears throat> like I've sat there Excuse and I've heard me. like artists like Doja Cat yeah. say like the N word. Well, I don't know her. Person. Yeah, she has. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, wait, <laughs> but I just don't feel like it's right for people that are not black to say because you don't know yeah like the power behind that word and if you think you have a reason to use it you don't you don't right. <laughs> you, you don't use, you're invalid i always <laughs> use this example like you see a video online and it's a white lady screaming at a black individual saying the n-word it's it's wrong that's bad oh my god report her get her fired get her arrested then you see a video of another white person rapping and using that word then it's automatically automatically okay like what's the difference they're both white individuals they're both using the word i don't i don't see the correlation why people think this is okay and that's not okay yeah that was always confusing to me because i'm like i don't i don't understand yeah just because she doesn't have music in her video like (laughs) i think it goes to i think if i'm gonna play devil's advocate i think that the white people would say oh well the rapper is using it as a term of endearment instead of derogatory language i don't know i even feel like in rap it's still kind of it's still yeah like in a bad way like especially when it's like a female singer singing about like a dude yeah and they're just you know what i mean yeah you know what i'm not using it in a positive way yeah no so like even in that community it's still not a good thing to anyway (laughs) (laughs) next subject (laughs) like i just really feel like people need to be aware of like what they're saying what they're doing and how it's perceived by others. You yeah. Know, if you don't want people to be saying it. Like, read the room. Hashtag read the room. <laughs> that is, that's been my favorite thing to say while all of this has been going on because 
you can just read the room and you'll feel better. <laughs> you'll do better. <laughs> and um, for the month of June, and I know, sorry you guys, that I've been off, um, but I definitely wanted to come back for the month of June because this podcast is for the LGBT community as well. So I definitely wanted to shine mm-hmm. a light on Pride. Yes. And Jeremiah, Ooh. I don't know if you're comfortable with this, but I love me. Uh, yes. <laughs> Jeremiah and I are both men of the gay community. And I think it, I just have a lot of pride in you specifically because... Yes, you're a black man, but you're mixed as well, and you're gay. So, like, all well, of we that got. combined. It's a whole and, lot. And, and even, <laughs> even for you, Denise, like, you're a female. Like, that's, like, you were just sharing a story with us earlier how you were afraid for your life because of an instance that you were involved in with a man. And, like, yeah, it just, adding on another layer of difficulty just makes everything twice as hard. And yeah. people, people don't look at you, Jeremiah, and they're like, oh, he's gay. Like... Or, oh, like, he's mixed. Like, they don't assume those things. They don't understand those things. I'm human. (laughs) That's what... Exactly. But I definitely feel for you, Jeremiah, in the sense that, like, you're dealing with so much negativity altogether. Um, And I definitely wanted to say, like, good for you for staying true to who you are, having no fucks on what other people think, and still being true to yourself. Like, I remember you were telling me a story about how you were you were at a store and you were singing and you felt like you know like friends that <laughs> were around you were like um you know stop but like <laughs> I just think it's it's really beautiful that you have this light in you and you just want to share that and you don't really give a fuck about like how you're seen what people <laughs> think and I think that's very important for not just gay individuals but like anybody like if you have a talent and you feel called to share it it doesn't really matter like what people think or how you're perceived like it's really important to just share that yeah you know because i think especially for men of color or women of color or gay individuals we're kind of taught to like mute ourselves right like stay under the radar don't get too much attention yeah um or you're gonna draw in the wrong kind of people yeah and something could happen to you and i think that's yeah that's bullshit but it is i just i could only imagine like how difficult it is for you and i just want to applaud your strength (laughs) thanks i appreciate it yeah and i think it's like visibility is so important right now in the world and i think that's why the protesting is so important the fact that we want to share black businesses and artists because in our world like they don't get advertised they're not Mm -hmm. shown off they're always put under the radar and just like certain instances where things like this happen like why does it have to take people's lives getting taken to finally be seen yeah exactly so, with that said, I love how Pose, the most recent <laughs> season, was put on Netflix. And if you don't know what Pose, Pose. is, you Black need Black to Black find Black it Black on Black Netflix. Black. It's such a good show. Yes. Um, I don't know if it comes out on HBO. No. I No, I don't think it's HBO. Do we watch it on? We watch it on Netflix. Oh, I no, watch no. it, yeah. I forget where it comes out on. FX, maybe? No. I don't know. I don't know, but look it up. <laughs> yeah, you need to look it up because it talks about... Uh, it's from a setting in the past, so it's more like in the 
what, like, 80s, 90s yeah. era. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> it's in a time where, like, the AIDS and HIV epidemic was major. And I think that, you know, with COVID going on, we're kind of, like, stepping into the same type of environment. Similar circumstances. Very different, but similar in the fact that, like, mm-hmm. there's this huge pandemic. And, you know, HIV and AIDS is still out there. Right. There's not really a cure for it yet. And I think that, you know, when it comes to men of color, gay men of color, just... The numbers are high in our community. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And in those minorities. And I feel like, you know, if you don't have the money or the care or things like that, like, oh, well, you know. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's another person that passes away. Like, exactly. And in Pose, there's a lot of that that happens. Like, you know, people at that time were like, okay, well, you know, they got sick. It's their fault. So, you know, they yeah. deserve to die. And yeah. I think it's so important, even now, for, like, our parents or grandparents or aunts, uncles, like, this show is so important in having the visibility for gay men of color um, because it affected that community so badly. And if you haven't seen, like, stop listening to this, go listen, like, go watch and then come back. No, but I don't know, like, how do you feel about the show, Jeremiah? I love the show. It's very educational. It puts... Thing, it puts the real puts the reality in the real hardcore stuff in an entertaining way that makes you want to watch that makes you want to learn that yeah. actually empowers empowers yeah, you because like empowers. I can go look at the stats I can go to Google but I'm like okay whatever those are just numbers it's just a doctor but actually seeing it in the way they portray it and mm-hmm. bring out emotions and stuff like that it really yeah. it really smacks you and like this is real this is not a joke this is what's really happening but Here's some dialogue and here's some comical moments. Like yeah. here's some sad moments. Like it because just wraps it all in one. It's and a life. It. Like it's it somebody's life. Like you think, oh, well, I heard somebody, a gay man, got HIV and died. Like you don't know the relationships that they had, the yeah. family that they left behind, like the aspirations that they have had. Like in this show, shows you that. Like these people are actual people with lives. You fall in love with these characters, and then they get this diagnosis, and you just like. Like, there's been so many instances watching this show where I'm, like, bawling my eyes out because yeah. you really do fall in love with these people. And that's why I think it's so important for everyone to watch this. It doesn't matter, gay, straight, whatever. Like, it's important to watch things like this so that way you can have a little more empathy. Yeah. Because I feel you like... understand. Yeah, just because it's not your situation doesn't mean that you shouldn't have empathy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we're all humans at the end of the day. Right. And that's what's so frustrating because people tend to be like, oh, well, that's not me, so I don't have to worry right. about I'm it. I'm not gay, I don't care. I'm not yeah. black, but I don't care. But if someone yeah. has cancer, oh, I shouldn't care because I'm gay. No, like, yeah. it doesn't work that. This is... It affects everyone. It's a world. Because who's to say that that person wasn't going to go on to cure cancer? Or who's to say that that person wasn't going to change the world in their own way? Right. And because... HIV doesn't affect you. You're not going to care. You're not going to go protest. You're it's not so going to fund certain things. Like, yeah. you don't know what what you're not even paying attention to. And that's what drives me really crazy. But seeing this show, it helps you realize, like, there was a business owner in the show who was struggling from day one and was finally fighting and showing, like, what she had to offer. And she was a trans black woman. <clears throat> I don't want to give away the show, but <laughs> no. well, it's just a trigger warning. Yeah. And 
I'm off. That's keep going. <laughs> good. Yeah. No, you definitely have to see it. And I, I just think it's really important to have that visibility because people tend to have that thought process of, you know, well, that's not my situation. That's never going to happen to me. And therefore, yeah. it's not applicable. I don't have to worry about it. Right. Exactly. Like, just because I'm not a person of color doesn't mean that this doesn't affect me either because you yeah. two are very important in my life. My best friend is a person of color. And, like, I mean, there's artists that we're all in love with and to say that like oh well this movie doesn't really apply to me is ignorant i'll never understand that like i'm racist i don't like black people but you love our music you love our style you love our food you love our culture literally like everything a lot of things 90 percent of the things came from black people so i don't get that like you got a do-rag on listen to Two paint, two chains, and you're. I hate black people. Like what? Like that doesn't make sense. Like people no. get it together. <laughs> no, and I think that's all from like a um, what is it called? Where it's you're entitled. Like oh well, this is art, so I'm entitled to it. Yeah. You know, because you're putting it out there, so I, I can listen to it. I can do whatever I want with your art, but I'm not going to respect you as a person. That's. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Again, because <laughs> you don't know their story. You don't know how they had to fight to get there. It's, it's just Because I'm like, without the music, without the culture, without the hair, without a color, we're human at the end of the day. And people don't mm-hmm. grasp that concept. Like, no. And <laughs> without, like, okay, I think you were just saying earlier, um, music is where it's at now today because of black people. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that culture. And... Without that, where would music be today? Yeah, exactly. And Literally. people don't stop to think about that. Like, all those people that were murdered because of police brutality, what could they have done for us as a society, as a culture, as people? How could they have moved us forward? We'll never know. Mm-hmm. And because of police brutality, like yeah. the people that are supposed to be protecting us. And I'll say this. I do have friends that are police. Mm-hmm. And I have seen those videos where... You know, I think you had shown it to me, Jeremiah, where it was a female officer and she was in line at McDonald's and, you know, she's freaking out. And I get that. Like, there are good cops out there. Yeah. I just think that at the end of the day, we need to really hone in on funding and training and pinpoint really, the issue. Yeah, yeah. Pinpoint the issue, focus in on it, hone in on it and do something about it. Yes. Because where's the accountability? Because instead of making a video about your McDouble being slow and you're scared that they're trying to do something to you, making assumptions, <laughs> instead of going to work and, like, knowing the bad cops, like, hey, you shouldn't do this, hey, we shouldn't do this, and step up and say something, you're allowing these persons, so you're the problem, too. So, F your McDouble <laughs> and do what's right, because at the end of the day, like, your true colors are going to show, and I be- I'm a big believer of karma, like, if mm-hmm. you're allowing someone to do something, like, and you know it's awful and it's bad, like, in some shape or form, it's going to come back to you. And you just have to be a good person. Like, it's not hard. Again, like, yeah. if, even though it may not apply to you directly, <clears throat> in some way, it does apply to you. Right. So do something about it. Like, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So... We, I didn't put this on air, but we already got <laughs> refills, and I'm feeling good. Like, this it's is... good. This has been... Str- <laughs> I don't... Hit me up. <laughs> I'll make you a drink. <laughs> I'm like, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, um... Yeah, keep these bottles. <laughs> this is good. 
Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on with me. I know it was a lot. Is there You're anything, welcome. like, final thoughts that y'all want to share? Yes, I did want to share um, in my link tree. I know we were just talking about um, do something, take action, mm-hmm. how to help, ways you can help. There's tons of links in my on my Instagram. You can follow me at Nisi Lachey. I'm sure he'll plug this somewhere. That way you can click the link in my bio and it will pull up my link tree and there's tons of links. The most important petition that I want y'all to look at and sign, it's almost reached 1.5 million. Um, and I know y'all could help get it there, but it is to federally require um, psychological screenings for police employment yes. and federal reforms. And this obviously will include like um, drug testing and like tons of other things but this is these are things that like they don't do and it's like ridiculous that how, they don't how require they yeah. how yeah how, how could you hire a police and put them through all this training and not do that yeah. <laughs> so that's a petition that I really want y'all to go sign it only takes like two seconds so yeah that's all I wanted to share <laughs> I'll definitely be putting your um your handle in in the notes there in Jeremiah what, um, what about you <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm a foodie yeah um, support yes, your black foodie. owned businesses Ooh, and restaurants yes. so there's um, it's called Jack Jack Bar and it's from Jackie Ball Castillo um, if you look up her name on Facebook is Jackie Ball Castillo um, it's sweet potatoes or potatoes Idaho potatoes and she just creates these amazing concoctions with uh like anything anything you can ever imagine like she has it and uh, the potato is only 100 calories um there's no fat it's less than 10 percent of your daily value of carbs and it just it's if you like health right like instead of getting some salty fries get a potato with some avocado and some cheese or get some chicken on it like it we're fancy too. it's amazing but her location is 8340 Seguin Road, San Antonio, Texas, wow. 78109. It's called Jack Bar. Mm-hmm. And then one other thing I would like to say, um, I'm a big fan of tattoos, if you didn't know, but it's called La Familia Tattoos.SanAntonio.Texas. That's the Instagram name. But um, the artist is named Adriana, and 50% of her profit is going to um, BLM organizations and community. Oh, so if awesome. you go in to get a tattoo, like your month, half of what you paid is going to help organizations and things like that. So that says a lot because she could just take that money like, this yeah. is what I'm doing. But she really wants to make a difference. So that's how she's doing it. And her Instagram name is at Tattoos by Adriana. So if you like food and you like tattoos, hit those up. Your money will be going to a great cause. And you'll be full and <laughs> tatted. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Let's go after this. No. <laughs> right. Well, thank you again so much. If you do want to find us, uh, more importantly, Janice and Jeremiah, Janicia is on Twitter and Instagram at Nisi Lachey. That's N-E-I-C-Y-L-A-S-H-A-E. <laughs> Jeremiah, his is different on Twitter and Oops. Instagram. <laughs> his is at Mola, M-O-L-L-A underscore 96 for Twitter. Instagram Boom. is at Mola, M-O-L-L-A underscore 1096. And as always... You can connect with me and the show on Facebook under the show Booze E Banter, Twitter at Booze E Banter 25, Instagram 
the show name at Boozy Banter. And then for any suggestions or if you found the name of the person who actually created Jack Daniels and you want to share that with us. <laughs> Help or, us, please. Yeah, if there's other Give resources or businesses or artists that you want us to put a light on, please email us to at boozebanter25 at gmail.com. Um, I'll definitely share that on social media if you do want to get your business out there. I definitely want to support you all. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thank you for giving <laughs> us a platform. <laughs> yeah, I just, I really felt like this was important. Um, I didn't want to go without speaking on it. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Love and good vibes. Y'all take care. Black power. <laughs>